Welcome to Transparency Talks Podcast, sponsored today by The Journey of a Black Elephant Podcast. The Journey of a Black Elephant Podcast is a journey through life while achieving goals and spreading love in abundance, growing spiritually, mentally, and physically together. So what separates this podcast from others? They are going to achieve their goals together. The Journey of a Black Elephant Podcast highlights people who give tips and tricks for all aspects of life. From entrepreneurs, spiritual mentors, and fitness coaches, and so much more. Tune in today on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other digital platforms at the Journey of a Black Elephant Podcast. Yo, 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 this is your girl, Butter B. Rocker. And we are here today. It is beautiful outside. The sun is shining. Take in this day. You know, every day above ground is a good day. So take it all in. While you are at home, make sure that you are elevating your mind. There are so many things that you could be doing. I mean, you can look at this as a bad thing, but you can also look at this as a good thing. And the good thing to me is being creative and learning new tools and learning new tricks and everything else. So I highly recommend that while you are at home, make sure that you take your time and read my book, Fear of Failure, Fear of Not Trying. I am an Amazon bestselling author, became a bestselling author in seven hours. Um, also, like I said, you can elevate your mind, but you also need to take care of your body. So you can uh, look at 150 quick and easy recipes to transform your body by Terrence Hutchinson. I highly recommend that. Listen, over this quarantine time, you either gonna be extra fine or you gonna be extra. You choose, I mean, it's up to you, but you know, do something. So anyway, without further ado, I am super excited to bring on Miss KL. She is a host, influencer, and producer of I Am Black Redefined. How are you? Great, how are you doing today? You know, I'm, I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I, I had a chance to take a walk outside and just get some of that, get some of that air up in me and everything, so I'm good. Fresh air, that's on my agenda after this. I haven't been outside yet, but today, probably when the sun goes down a little bit, it's a little warm out there. <laughs> <laughs> take a little stroll outside. You know, it's so funny. We like sun, but we don't like the sun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I will get outside a little bit later. Cool, cool. Okay, so can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I do have some questions, but let's go ahead and get the preliminaries done. Can you tell a little bit, tell us every, about yourself? Okay, so I am born and raised native Nashvilleian. I love my city. I love the growth of the city. Um, I feel like we've become a melting pot, which I think is amazing. I've been able to meet so many great people, especially through what I do. So as you said, I am a host. Um, I am also a blogger. I've been blogging for over six years now. We're coming up on seven, the latter part of this year, 2020. And through that, I have been able to, like I said, meet people, host different events, and bring other people together. That's kind of my thing. I love connecting like-minded individuals. Um, and then, as you also said, I have produced um, a segment, a show actually called I Am Black Refined, where I went around Nashville and was able to interview different individuals who are really just doing amazing things for the Black community here in the city. So what made you um, want to specifically do I Am Black Redefined? 
Well, honestly, I had the idea, I think it was like back in 2017, and it was more of really a personal thing, like for me, just really just for me. And I did it on Instagram. And I started, the first one I did, I did one, I released a picture each week in February. And the first one was basically me redefining who I am through my hair, because I've always been a wiggy. I've always loved wigs, loved units, um, twists, braids, all of that. But it had come to a point where I realized, you know what? Is this because I'm not comfortable with my hair or is it, it's, is this really a protective style? You know, you have to kind of look inward and see why why are you really doing this and for me at that time it honestly was i wasn't comfortable um especially starting out kind of in that influencing world and kind of starting to take off in 2017. i mean you know there's a look yeah of course it depends on who your who your audience is and for me the brands that i was working with at the time i mean the look was this european you know long hair versus the normal like my texture which is definitely a nice coarse beautiful coily texture and so I kind of sat there and I was like, okay, you know what? I don't know how this is going to resonate. I really don't care. I need to do this for myself. So the first week I focused on black hair, black features, um, and, and then wrote a letter to like little, my, like my younger self, like a little black girl. Like, it's okay that you look different. It's okay who you are. And that was again, for me, my healing. Um, the second week I did, um, what was the second week? I think the second week was a letter, not the letter. It was the love story because it's about, it was Valentine's week. So it was the appreciation of black love. I love black love. I love seeing it. I mean, when I just think of my parents, everything they've been through, their high school sweethearts. I mean, I love black love. Um, then the next week had to do with sisterhood. And for me, that was important to shine a positive light on that. I mean, we all like Ratchet TV, okay? Yes, you know, it's juicy, there's drama. But for me, it was important to show, no, we can really get along. We can really uplift and support each other. And then the last week um, actually fell on my birthday. And so I wrote a letter to my mom as a strong black woman that she is and how she inspired me. So I, that's what I did back in 17. And I always wanted to do more with it because I feel like people appreciated it. But I wasn't sure what to do. And I didn't want to just do something just to be doing it, you know? Um, so I think it was about probably summer of last year, I knew I wanted to do some sort of filming with it. I didn't know if I wanted to just host something, if I wanted to be more documentary style. And I talked to my boyfriend, he is actually a cinematographer and a photographer, so that's nice. <laughs> so I was like, babe, I think I want to do a series. He was like, oh gosh, okay. He was like, well, okay, well what? He's like, you know, figure it out and let me know and i was like okay okay i'm gonna come back to you you know with a solid plan and i was like i think i wanted to be you know six to ten episodes which it did end up being six because we had a tornado in nashville kind of had to halt filming and all of that but we concluded six episodes and he filmed everything for me edited for me and really just helped bring my vision to life and it's funny because you know a lot of times as a creative sometimes you know you have an idea and sometimes you don't know what to do. And I try to tell people, it's okay to sit on it. Don't sit on it too long because there is nothing worse than you sitting on an idea than someone else bring it out. And you're like, no, you know, even though you can still put your own spin, your own wording and flair on it. But um, sometimes there is just a right moment. And I think for me, that was the right moment. And I think, again, it was, it was received well and I can't wait for season two, whenever all this is over <laughs> so that I can do more interviews and really just, like I said, shine light on people who are doing amazing things here in Nashville. That's awesome. So um, let's touch a little bit more about your blogging. What type of blogging do you do? 
So right now, I would say I am a lifestyle blogger. I did start out, I'm very big on pivoting, being able to transition however you might need to. Um, because I knew I wanted to be a host at first. On-camera hosting has always been my passion. But I was like, girl, no one knows who you are. Like, you're gonna need to start a blog. So at first I wanted to do entertainment, entertainment news and entertainment hosting. And I mean, we all know, again, back to drama, people like negative things. So then I pivoted into just style on celebrities, which I liked. I would do on the street segments and feature different videos. Then I was like, yeah, this is still not in my heart. Like, again, I'm doing this for other people. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just talk about me, where I go, as far as travel, where I go to eat, what I like, what deals I find. And so that's that's kind of how my blog has transitioned. Um, and now it is definitely more video content as I'm trying to get more out there as a host now. And so, so when you, when you, uh, as you start putting your blogs out there, how did um, it go with your audience and everything? I think my audience changed, which is okay. And honestly, like Instagram is considered a micro blog too. So I feel like of course a lot of attention is on my micro blog as well now as Instagram is a moneymaker. I mean, it generates a decent amount of income for me, you know, and I, I tell people you have to be okay when you want to change the type of content you put out. Followers will fall off, readership will fall off, and that's okay because you're not writing to them anymore. You need to be okay with that and be ready for the new followers and the new amount of engagement that you'll receive. Right. So it's, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I read on there that you um, uh, also did travel blog. Yes, yes. Okay. So can you tell us some of the places that you've traveled and um, your favorite place and why? favorite place i would honestly say my favorite trip has been it was my most recent trip right before COVID 19 happened it was my birthday trip to st lucia in february of this year and that was amazing for several reasons like you said i am a travel blogger but for that trip it was my 32nd birthday i told myself and my boyfriend we also have a blog together too um i was like you know what I don't want to work on this trip. I was like, I don't want to do a sponsored stay. I don't want to do a sponsored meal. I don't want to, I was like, I just, I just want to enjoy it. And the crazy thing is from that, we were actually able to generate a great amount of content. So uh, we've been putting stuff out on YouTube, of course, putting things out on the blogs and of course on my Instagram as well. Um, so I think that's my favorite place that I've traveled to. Um, but I will say travel blogging has definitely like opened my eyes up to really another stream of revenue, if we're being honest, because through it, I've been able to work with the Tennessee Department of Tourism and they'll send me places within Tennessee and pay me for my articles and my hosting to do behind the scenes on like, you know, different different activities in different locations. So I would say St. Lucia is my favorite trip because it's my most recent one. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was, the island is beautiful. I, we want to go back before the end of this year if we can. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've performed um, in St. Lucia probably a good 20 times. I love St. Lucia. I love it. And the thing is, before we left, we had decided that we were going to try to go back in July for the carnival and then for Creole Day in October. <laughs> but of course, all this happened, so we're trying to figure out when we can get back. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you think, or why do you think that um, blogging and social media and everything like that is so important? I think it's important because, I mean, it's all on how you want to use it. I think it can be a platform of great self-expression. 
And especially now, I know we're in an era, which I think is great, that mental health is so important. I know a lot of times people can feel as if, okay, this is what I think is creative, but no one in my family understands me. Well, you know what? You can put that out online and I guarantee you there will be a handful of people that can resonate with what that type of creativity is that you're trying to express and you're able to build a community, which I think is important, especially for those who might not feel that, like I said, in their families or, you know, close-knit friends. I, I, I definitely can relate. Um, when I was putting out my book, I was very nervous because I'm like, okay, well, who's gonna wanna hear my story? And it's about music and it's about, uh, it's about music and it's about um, my transition and, and all the ups and downs and everything. But I was like, you know, I'm not no big celebrity. I mean, I've, I've worked with a lot of big people and I've done a lot of big things, but I'm, you know, so I was a little worried, but you are right. You have that community of people that can relate to what you're talking about. So um, in your in your blogs and everything, I mean, you're very versed, well-versed in everything so, um, from the traveling, um, you do uh, clothing, I mean, styling, right? Okay, so with your styling, um, what is style to you? I mean, style is honestly as cliche as it is. It's self-expression via clothes. I mean, there, I, I think, and I love too now that the way things are definitely different now as far as mainstream, how, I mean, if we had looked 10, 15, even 20 years ago, you know, you would be judged for some of the things people might put together. But now it's like, yes, mix those patterns, mix those prints, you know, yeah. be with the colors, even your, your hair is blonde. That's the norm now, that is great versus you feel like you want to do blonde hair, but oh, you know, I don't want double takes down the street. You know, I, I think style is definitely self-expression and I love, I can't even honestly describe my style because it changes all the time. It, like some days I'm really cutesy and girly, like today, you know, I'm gonna blazer, you know, to keep style. and then other days I might be completely edgy with like a fierce pair of Sunny's leather jacket and boots. I mean, you know, it just, however my attitude is, I love that you can express how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely relate. Okay, so you're a businesswoman who collaborates with different brands. Can you name a few of the brands um, that you've collaborated with? Well, right now I'm in a good collaboration with Shoe Dazzle, which is nice because I told myself I don't need to be doing any shopping during <laughs> this situation. So the fact that we have a collaboration when they're sending me shoes is I appreciate, so I feel like I'm doing some shopping. Um, Macy's is one of my go-tos. I've partnered with them, I think initially, like three years ago and we've just been able to keep that partnership going which is nice and i tell people if you don't mind me just putting this out there for those who want to be influencers or who are starting an influencing journey don't be afraid to start with freebies i mean one you probably should be anyway because you probably don't have that engagement that following that you should be garnering you know 500 checks for your post um but also what it does is you're forming that relationship and so like the, the regional manager for our region and I, like we text, like we we have a great relationship, which I've been thankful to to sustain throughout these years. Um, and then I'm trying to think any other good brand. Oh, I'm, I'm very frugal. So City Trends, that's, that came about honestly too. I was going to Fashion Week back in September in 2019 last year. And I was like, oh crap, I need some last minute accessories. Let me run a City Trends, got all this great, all these great accessories. Just started posting while I was in New York during Fashion Week. They sent me a DM, you know, like, hey, we, we might want to work with you. You know, like, we love what you did during Fashion Week. And I was like, okay. And I wasn't even necessarily doing it for that. I really right. just needed to do like my looks in New York. 
And then we started a partnership that December and we've been working together too. So, you know, I, I think too, when it comes to influencing, again, if I can just share this point, be authentic, be genuine. Don't, sometimes you don't even have to reach out to brands. If you're authentic in your content and tagging them, trust me, there's a team, they see it, they, they know. And yeah. I think to your followers appreciate that more because they realize, oh, well, she's been posting that brand and now she has hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored but I know that she genuinely likes that brand. Yeah, yeah, that's a a valid point, um, definitely. So you host, um, what type of um, events do you host? Oh, different kinds. So for two and a half years, I um, actually was an active co-founder of a company called Blogger Exchange. And we hosted quite a few events for bloggers in the Nashville area, Memphis area as well. Um, but I did have to step down so that I could focus and really just kind of put my attention towards other things that I was trying to reach um, as far as goals go, which the co-founder and I, we're still, we're, we call each other blogger besties, like <laughs> we're still great friends. Uh, but, and I was happy that she understood, you know, that I need to take time for self so that I could feel fulfilled. Um, but I also do networking events. Um, those are my favorite. Again, there is just something I love about sitting in the back of a room and watching people connect and just knowing that the connection is going to be past this event, you know, past 9 p.m. Right. Women texting. Um, but those are those are the favorite, my favorite type of events that I host. I say the networking ones. Okay, so people always see um, the, I, I say people, especially me being a singer, people see all of the pictures that I post of all of the shows that I'm on, all of the people that I'm around and everything. Um, and they just, they just figure that your life is just one way, you know, just glamorous, 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 but they don't understand that people have struggles. What struggles have you had dealing with getting your businesses, um, off the ground? Whew. Um, I think one of the biggest struggles that a lot of people can probably relate to is honestly the feeling of acceptance. I mean, as much as anyone can say, oh, I'm good all by myself. In this industry, you know, really almost no matter what industry you're in, you have to be accepted because if you're not in some way, you're not gonna thrive. And for me, I think it was being comfortable in my skin, being comfortable putting myself out there. And I was, I'm not gonna lie, okay? But I was that person that would have taken a hundred pictures, let's just say in this blazer, and it could pinpoint three things wrong and everyone like, I can't post any of these, you know? And so I think the struggle for me was becoming secure in who I am, being secure in my own insecurities and knowing that, first of all, no one is probably even gonna pinpoint what I'm pinpointing, first of all, okay? And then second of all, if they do, it's okay because no one is perfect. Um, But that's an ongoing thing. And I think that also has to do too with just the struggles anyway of being on social media, whether you're an influencer or not. Um, and I tell people, you have to watch who you're following because you can get caught up in your psyche, you can get a little depressed, you know, if you're only following supermodels, for yeah. instance, uh, you know, you have to, you have to watch what you're ingesting mentally. So what advice, um, would you give somebody that's trying to get in the business of blogging, hosting? I mean, you got a lot of accolades there, uh, you know, producing and everything like this. What, what type of advice would you give somebody that's starting out? I think the first thing I have to say is just do it. That the overthinking, I'm telling you, it'll bite you. It will bite you. And you'll and you'll be mad. 
again, you will be so upset when you have this great idea. Let's say you've even planned it out on paper and you're like, no, I'm gonna just, no, I can't do it. And then when someone else does it, you can't be mad at anyone but yourself. Yeah. Um, so I think my, my biggest thing is just do it. And then the second thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. Now, of course, likes, you know, just liking someone, being friends with them, that doesn't pay their bills. So you need to probably have a budget unless there's some sort of bartering that you can do, which is still going on. Like I barter my friends, you know, if, if I have something I can do for them, they have something they can do for me, we'll help each other out. Um, don't be afraid to reach out if you do have something valuable to bring to the table for that person so that you can form a team and a community because you will need the support along the way. Yeah, very good advice. So what, how are you coping with this coronavirus? Whew. Well, I am maintaining. <laughs> I feel like I have my days. I am an extrovert through and through. So I am, I feed off of people's energy. So this has been a tad difficult. I feel like I enjoy my, you know, wearing my mask and my gloves to the grocery store a little, probably more than most people. Cause I'm like, oh, I see people, you know? And I, I try to speak to everyone, you know, now through the mask. I'm like, hello, you know, they probably don't hear me, but it's, Again, I'm a people person. I, I've got to be around energy. So it's been, it has been difficult, but I also haven't put too much pressure on myself because I, I did it first, okay, for being honest. At first I was like, oh my goodness, if I'm trapped in the house, I need to be doing X, Y, and Z. I need to go ahead and launch this other business that I've been thinking about. But I sat down one day and I was like, you know what? No, you don't. No, 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 no. Just figure out the couple important things that you want to do. Keep your mind sane because that is the biggest thing for me so that I don't fall you know, into a depression um, or just go crazy with anxiety and just be. So that's what, I, that's what I've been doing. I've been really, I mean, compared to like my normal, you know, but this is not the normal life anymore, but I am definitely chilling compared to how it used to be. But I did launch, uh, which was fun. I just last week a series called Unwind with KL. And I had on uh, my esthetician, Portia, and we just did an IG live together. She was talking about skincare and different things that she offers at her spa. And it went well. So I was like, okay, yeah, we'll keep this going. So I don't know who my next guest will be, but <laughs> I'll probably keep that up. But that's fun for me too, because it's a different way to engage with my audience. And then again, share someone else's business. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for KL? I think it honestly depends on kind of how everything goes. Um, like I said, I'm definitely propelling myself more out there as a host, even though I've been doing more local things, I'm trying to get out there obviously nationally. And I did have some big goals as far as different red carpets that I plan to cover this summer, um, even different festivals that now have been either canceled or postponed. So, I mean, it goes back into being able to transition into something else. So I think, I love talking, obviously you can tell that, but, I think now I do want to try to focus more on doing content live because it's something about a live interview that's always good. I mean, of course, I don't know, it's just not edited, it's just raw. So I think I am going to do more IG live interviews and probably team up with a few publications that I've been featured on to see if I can hop on theirs and do lives and interview maybe some people that they've written articles about. So I'll say that's probably what's next for me right now. Okay. So can you tell our viewers uh, how they can find you? Yes. So my website is IamKL.com. That is I-A-M-K-A-Y-E-L-L-E.com. And my Twitter, Instagram, uh, both are just KL, and that's J-U-S-T-K-A-Y-E-L-L-E. 
Uh, I absolutely love your name. Oh, thank you. It's cute. K-A-L. Call me K-A-L. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for um, being a part of my show. Um, like I said, a Transparency Podcast is very important to uh, peel back some layers and let everybody know, you know, the real with everything. And I thank you for being transparent with everything that you have going on. And I wish you nothing but the best. Do you hear my voice? Do you feel my touch? Close your eyes and mind. Do you think of us when you go to sleep?